Welcome to the 11th podcast in the Financial Framework Series. Today's podcast presents a practical summary of recession realities. Newscasters, investor publications, economists, and other podcasts will present the statistical picture of a recession. This podcast is intended to be personal and useful to you in determining how and whether the recession will have an impact on your life and assist you in making upcoming financial decisions. We'll cover five things. First, I'll suggest some questions that you need to be asking yourself. If you ask really good focused questions, you will get better data and make better decisions. Secondly, I'll present a summary snapshot that defines a recession, outlines immediate effects, long-term effects, and compares today's economic situation to previous recessions. Next, I'll give you three examples of behavior to avoid and actions to embrace during an economic downturn. Finally, as in previous podcasts, I'll give you some questions and problems to consider, then conclude with some additional resources for you. Awareness of an economic downturn in process or that is upcoming is an important input for good decisions. What is better is to assess the impact and to make decisions based on your assessment. Here are questions to help sharpen your awareness. Number one, what do you see in your world that indicates a possible slowdown in your personal economic world? In other words, indicators that a recession could have a significant impact on your life. I look at three things, personal purchases, business purchases made by you or your employer, and the price of things that your business or your employer sells, prices of things that could be a significant cost or a portion, like fuel or insurance. How much are they going up? How do they affect sales? Second, take a stab at what factors are causing the changes in prices or services and ask yourself, why are these changes occurring? What are the sources? And how long might these changes stay in effect? Having answers to those questions will sharpen your focus. Here's the recession snapshot overview. A recession is defined by the National Bureau of Economic Research as a significant decline in activity spread across the economy, lasting more than a few months, visible in industrial production, employment, real income, and wholesale retail trade. Other economists define it more simply as two consecutive quarters or six months of reduced gross domestic product. Most of the newscasters that you come across will use the second definition. It's simpler. Okay, number two, what are the usual immediate effects of a recession? During a recession, economic activity usually slow down either because companies have excess inventory which depresses their revenues, as was the case during COVID, or costs are increasing, as in the case right now with inflation, and customers are reducing purchases, which in turn affects hiring, wages, businesses. Consumers become cautious either because they have less income or they have no income due to job losses, or they're very concerned about the future. So while newscasters and analysts discuss statistics, you and I see a recession in a job lost, a raise that doesn't happen, 
fewer orders to local businesses, stock market losses, and then in those most contagious of emotions, worry and fear. The final part of the overview that I want to present to you is a note about the uneven nature of recessions. They don't affect everybody drastically. They do affect some, but not everybody. For example, I watched in the 1982 auto industry, 185,000 jobs were lost in two years, 14% of the total workforce. During that time, the East Coast and the West Coast saw no significant job losses. In 1991 in New England, there was a significant real estate downturn that resulted in significant job losses and economic damage, but it did not spread to the rest of the country. So again, you want to be very clear about what you're looking at. There are also some long-term issues that you should be aware of. Most people don't look at them. The Economic Policy Institute noted seven categories of long-term damage. My recommendation is for you to look at your world in terms of three things, opportunities, investments, or major expenditures, or career developments that you might be pursuing. Ask yourself the question, if there is a downturn that affects me, what do I think is the likelihood that what I want to happen, the new opportunity, the expenditure, the career change, what is the likelihood that this could happen in 10 months or 15 months or 18 months? What do I need to do to see that this is only a postponement and not permanently lost? This is an I can only control what I can control perspective. The last part of the snapshot, let's look at the specifics of the current economic situation and compare it with 2001, 2008, and 2020. Those are recent recessions. What are the differences between them and now? One big difference is that there is more liquidity today than in the other three. That means there are more funds available to families and businesses to endure a recession, primarily because of the Federal Reserve's interest policies over the last several years and the federal government's use of economic safety nets since the inception of COVID. The second difference is the factors feeding into this potential recession. In 2008, the U.S. financial system almost experienced a complete meltdown, and the ripple effects were felt far and wide. Today, contributing factors are seen by some to be more temporary, namely supply chain disruptions, increasing interest rates that are designed to slow inflation that will not go on uh, for a great length of time, inflation, and the corresponding lower consumer confidence, and possibly to what I would consider there is a difference in the way that people work today from when they did even four years ago. There's less travel, there's more use of technology, there is less reliance on urban centers and corporate centers. For example, there was an article in the New York Times yesterday about high-end restaurants in New York that are no longer serving lunches because there are so many fewer business lunches with executives. They simply uh, are not serving those lunches. So that affects employment, that affects the purchase of produce and so on. So that's the overview. Now let's look at examples of behavior, things you want to do, things you don't want to do, 
and I want to reinforce unpredictability. One thing you want to do is to apply the principles of highly resilient organizations. They avoid mistakes by thinking very hard about what those mistakes might be and how to avoid them. They look particularly at sensitive operational trends. For example, within a business, are there more sales calls? Are there fewer? Are more hours being spent getting parts, dealing with suppliers, dealing with vendors, dealing with potential customers that drive up costs and not revenues? Are there higher costs, as we know that there are in fuel, that show up in what you can bill customers or do that you or the business have to eat those costs? These are the meat and potatoes of your life and mine, looking for trends on expenses and revenues and the potential impact. You will always apply the same microscope, but with different variables to your personal finances. Look for actionable, measurable details that you can affect. One of the things that you don't want to do is to make a sudden or a precipitous change or expenditure that might leave you economically vulnerable. I will always remember an associate whom I worked with and respected leaving a secure position to enter a new profession. He purchased a seat on the New York Stock Exchange in 1973. He committed all of his resources to this purchase and had no reserves. A recession that was predicted to be mild, caused by a combination of high unemployment and a sudden spike in inflation, occurred in 1973, stifled economic growth, and caused a bear market that reduced the Standard & Poor's 500 value by 40% over two years. The severity of the recession was not predicted and did not get the ink and attention that the current economic situation has gotten prior to it occurring. However, my friend had committed all of his resources and had no cushion to ride out the downturn. While this was a long time ago, I remember it very clearly in personal and painful terms. The third example that I want to cite is the unpredictability and to suggest to you to look for things that you might not otherwise look for. In 2008, the recession was significant because it affected the financial system. And what usually happens after a recession is that jobs return and there is significant job growth. The job growth that was anticipated did not occur for a lengthy period of time, number of years. Individuals suffered a lack of job opportunity for several years. That after effect was not predicted. So here we are in 2020. What is my suggestion to you in this situation? Again, we go back to the highly resilient organization. They are preoccupied with failure. They ask the question, what could happen in a recession that would cause me significant pain? Make a list of actions that you can take on and how the significant issues could be addressed. Finally, your questions and your problems and your resources. I have three questions for you to consider. I will post my answers to the website as well, the website finframeworks.com, and we can compare. Number one, most financial planners and retirement advisors and security firms advise individuals to have X months worth of savings 
available for economic negative surprises. What is the number of months that you think should be available to you? And what does your research tell you? Number two, you're seriously considering making a major expenditure in the next three months. Do you make that expenditure or do you hold off? So, the second part of this is list the top criteria for whichever decision you choose. Number three, take 20 minutes and write down what your assessment is of how an economic downturn lasting eight months and reducing your income by 15% would personally affect your situation. Also, write down any actions you could take to ameliorate the situation. As I said, I will answer the same three questions and post my work on finframeworks.com. Resources. Because details are so important in applying concepts when talking about a recession, the context is very important. I have three resources for you that will help you with that. The links are posted on finframeworks.com, but I'll give you the names of the articles here as well. Each resource presents a piece of the puzzle for you to consider as you determine how you want to go forward in this challenging economic environment. Number one is from Business Insider. It's a reliable source for overview perspectives. They're very succinct, comprehensive, and accurate. Their post is at businessinsider.com, and it's called Personal Finance, What is a Recession? It provides an overview of recessions from the context of a business cycle, then describes what differentiated two recent recessions. Articles like this are very useful to uncovering things that are right in front of you but you really hadn't thought about before. The second piece is from Money Crashers. It's an excellent source of information that takes large economic issues and focuses on them in a personal way. This post is entitled Nine Effects of the Recession on Families and How to Cope. It looks at the effect of having limited resources and dealing with challenges from several angles, education, expenses, real estate matters, and brings it back to family decisions. The final recommended resource is more about context. It contains an excellent chart listing the length of recessions from 1937 through April 2020. The chart indicates these recessions in terms of the unemployment index. It's a short read, and it's great in terms of looking at differences and context. It's on investopedia.com, and again, the article is entitled A Review of Past Recessions, and I will post the link on my website. I hope that you have found this useful. I look forward to bringing you Financial Frameworks Podcast 12, where we will look at what different experts are suggesting for the economy and how they are attempting to interpret and anticipate the actions of the Federal Reserve. Thank you for listening. Mike Lehan. Mm-hmm.